Welcome to the rededication service and message. I am your host, Leo Dunson. I have a great message from the Lord for you today. But first, we are going to get a reading of what the Feast of Dedication really is. What's Hanukkah? The Feast of Dedication also known as Hanukkah. Hanukkah is an Israelite festival decreed by common law, commemorating the recovery of Jerusalem and subsequent rededication of the second temple. I'll be reading from 2 Maccabees 10, 1 through 8. Now Maccabees and his company with the Lord guiding them recovered the temple and the city and having cleansed the temple, they made another altar and offered a sacrifice, set forth incense and lights and shoe bread. When that was done, they fell flat down and prayed to the Lord that they might come no more into such troubles. But if they sinned against against him, that he himself would chasten them with mercy, and that they not be delivered into the blasphemous and barbarous nations. Now upon the same day that the strangers profaned the temple, on the very same day, the temple was cleansed, which is the 25th day of December. And they kept the eight days with gladness, as in the Feast of the Tabernacles, remembering that not long before they had held the Feast of the Tabernacles, when they wandered in the mountains and dens like beasts. Therefore they bear branches and palms also, and sang psalms unto him that had given them good success in cleansing his, his place. They ordained also by a common statute and decree that every year those days should be kept of the whole nation of the Jews. So we understand now that Hanukkah is the rededication of the second temple once our ancestors, the Israelites, recaptured Jerusalem, recaptured Israel. Once they recaptured Jerusalem, they rededicated the temple. They rededicated the temple by cleansing the temple. You know how you can go down to your house right now with some Clorox and start cleaning it and cleansing it? We want this year, subsequently, this year should be the rededication and the cleansing of your temple. And that's why I'm calling this message this is the year of your rededication. This is the year on the Gregorian calendar, on the Roman calendar. I got to say that for y'all. <laughs> you know what? You know, the Hebrew technically starts in March. I got to say that for some of y'all because this is the year of your rededication, the year of your rededication. Remember when you were on fire for God. When you believed in him, regardless of knowing about the prophecies, regardless of your political ideology, regardless of your favorite politician and what your favorite celebrity said about God or regardless of any preconceived notions that you had. Do you remember when you just believed in God, when you had that baby like faith? When you heard the message and regardless of what the pastor looked like, regardless of who it came from, you just believed it. Do you remember having that kind of faith when you just heard the word and you believed it? It was real to you. Do you remember having that faith when you was on fire for God? When it didn't matter if Christ's name was Yeshua or Jesus or Yahshua, is it Yahweh? It didn't matter. You just knew Christ and you heard the message and you believed it. And you said, I believe this God. He died for my sins and I'm going to follow it no matter what. Do you remember having that kind of faith? Hebrews 11 and 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God 
must believe that he is. You got to believe that he is when you come to God and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seeks him. You used to seek God. I remember when I used to catch the bus to go to church. I remember when I used to turn the music down when I was in the car because, you know, I'd be listening to Rick Ross when I'd be riding. And, you know, I'm here. I'm playing that new Jeezy right now. But I remember I used to turn the rap down and I used to just pray to God while I was on my way to work. I remember when I fell on hard times and I used to walk to church just to hear the word, even though I knew the pastor was a heathen, even though I knew the pastor was sleeping with all the women in the church. I just wanted to hear the word. I didn't care about my preconceived notions about the pastor or the speaker or whoever was delivering the word. I just believed it because I was diligently seeking God. And this is the year of your rededication to that faith. Oh, Lord, I thank you. I remember having that faith. And I also believe in this scripture, Matthew 18, 20. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. If you hang out with strippers, you're going to be a stripper. If you hang out with weed heads, you're going to be a weed head. If you hang out with broke people, you're going to be broke. If you hang around procrastinators, then you're going to be a procrastinator. The saying says that show me your closest friends and I will show you who you are. If you hang around people that are seeking God, then you will also seek God. That's why I went to church. That's why we all went. Because the church is a place for the sick and not for the healed. But I would, oh Lord, help me y'all. I would contest to you. I would say to you, brothers and sisters, that today our preconceived notions, at least many of us, preconceived notions either about the people of God or about the pastor has been hard on our faith. It has made many of us fall away from the faith in the end. Romans 3 and 23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. This is the year of your rededication. This is the year of your rededication. This is the year of your rededication to God. This is the year of your rededication to his laws, commandments, and his statutes. This is the year of your rededication to Christ, uh, to Yeshua, to Yahuwah. We got to go through all the names these days because you can't even receive the faith of God without hearing the proper name. But there was a time when you didn't know his name. Oh, I'm talking to somebody. I am talking to somebody. I get messages all the time about uh, me wearing earrings. Y'all see I got my earrings on. And I get messages all the time, hundreds of messages a year of people saying, you know, <laughs> what you said about Christmas was right. and Or what you said about the prophecies was right. But I just can't receive it because you got earrings on. I get those messages all the time. All the time. And even though I've done full messages on earrings and showing how in God's laws and God permitted men to wear earrings, people, you know, these are probably people that just come into uh, uh, hearing one of my messages for the first time or they just don't know or they just don't know about God's laws like they don't know about the, the, the word like that. But I'm not judging them. What I'm trying to say is they missing a message for, for having a preconceived notion of what a pastor or a preacher is supposed to look like. So they missing a the word of God and they're turning away from their faith. Many people are turning away from the faith. I'm telling you this. And I remember that time when we was at church, when we went to church a long time ago, it was at Hope. And I remember, um, I don't know if it was my first time going or, or it must have been my first time seeing this dude sing. But the black guy came up to sing with the dreadlocks. And I never forget how when I when I saw him, and I, oh, look at this flow. Look at this coon. That's what I, let's be real. Look at this coon. In a church full of white folks, he want to come up here and you look around these good white people. He want to come up here around these good white people with his dreadlocks on and his regular clothes. Even though the white singers that sang before him had on regular clothes and didn't have no special kind of hair ways. 
but I judged him that he didn't have a suit and tie on. Put a suit and tie on in front of these good white folks. You know, put yourself together. I called him a coon. I was really the coon for having, these, having this thought. But the truth was this. Listen to this. I was going to tune him out. I don't got to hear what he's talking about. I was going to tune him out. And when that boy sang, <laughs> it sang like heaven was coming out of his mouth. Okay, when that boy sang, I forgot everything that he had on or what he dressed or what he looked like. It sounded that good. But not just that. Samson had dreads. Me not realizing that Yeshua might look more like him than the guy that's on the wall. But my preconceived notion of him almost made me tune him out. And I could have missed my word. I'm preaching to somebody right now, but I promise y'all, y'all don't hear me. Matthew 13 and one. That same day, Christ went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such a large crowd rattled around him that he got into a boat and sat in it. While all the people stood on the shore, then he told them many things in the parable saying, listen to this, farmer went out to sow his seeds. And as he was scattering his seeds. Oh, that's somebody's word. A farmer went out to scatter some seeds, uh, to uh, listen to it, to sow his seeds. And as he was scattering his seeds, we won't get into that because that's too much for y'all. Some fell on the path and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on the rocky places where it didn't have much uh, soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when some came up, the plants were scorched and they withered about because they had no root. Others of uh, uh, seeds fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plant. Still other seed fell on good soil where it produced a crop. He scattered the seeds. Some fell on good ground. Others fell on bad ground. Some of the seeds that he scattered uh, they fell among thorns, listen to this, and grew up and other plants choked them out. <laughs> some of y'all fell is among thorns <laughs> and then some fell on good ground. This is the year of your rededication. This is the year of your rededication. This is the year of your rededication where you can hear God's word again from anywhere. This is the year of your rededication. My sheep know my voice. <laughs> my people know my voice. This is the year of your rededication. I could have missed a word God had for me because of my preconceived notion about this guy with the dreadlocks. The point is that I only would have missed that is because I wasn't diligently seeking God. I had other things on my mind. My number one priority wasn't to hear or find God, to seek God. Do you hear what I'm saying? I wasn't dedicated I wasn't determined. I wasn't relentlessly seeking the faith. You know, it's like when he's with, uh, um, when the Bible says in Hebrews, when it says, and Abraham by faith believed God unto Isaac, and Noah by faith went and built an ark, and Israel took uh, his children down to Egypt by faith. David went out there to fight Goliath by faith. All of these different people who had this faith, and when the time of testing and trial came, Matthew 6 and 33, but seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness and all things will be given to you. That has been the scripture that has held me over in my life more than any other scripture in my entire life. When I was homeless, oh Lord help me. When I was homeless, I said that scripture to myself 
often, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and all things will be given to you. When I was broke without a dime and didn't know how I was going to pay my rent or how I was going to pay my bills or how I was going to pay my car, I would say to myself, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and all things will be given to you. When I was in jail, y'all don't want this. When I was depressed and lost my house and cars and daughter, this is the verse that held me over. I said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all things will be given to you. And I'm telling y'all, I mean this with all my heart and soul. It's never let me down. That one verse of faith has never let me down. I'm talking blind faith. That one verse of me constantly seeking after God has never let me down. And guess what? Now I got a new house. Oh, they don't want what I'm talking about. Now I got a new wife. They don't want what I'm talking about. Now I got new cars. I just had a child and a new career and new business ventures and all because I diligently, blindly sought after God. I had a blind faith. I was dedicated and relentless. The type of faith that surpasses all understanding. At the time, I had no idea whether Christ was black or white. At the time, I had no idea the real name of Christ from Yeshua to Yahuwah to Yahweh to Jesus. I had no idea uh, if Christ was black. Mm -mm -mm. I had no idea of his real name. All I knew him as was a redeemer. All I knew him as was a counselor. All I knew him as was wonderful. All I knew him as was mighty God. All I knew him as was Prince of Peace. I saw him blindly and he's been good to me. He's been good to me. This is the year of your rededication. This is the year of your rededication. This upcoming new year on the Roman calendar. It's time for you to rededicate yourself Back to God, to that childlike faith that you once had, that childlike faith to follow God blindly, mm -mm -mm. follow God blindly into the dark. We follow everybody else blindly without knowing everything about them, without knowing their family history or their real names. We hit the follow button. Will you dedicate this upcoming new year on the Roman calendar to following God like that? Can you give God the benefit of the doubt like you give everybody else, like you give your favorite politicians, like you give your favorite celebrities or influencers? Can you give God that same benefit of the doubt? Can you dedicate some time to scrolling through God's word as much as you scroll through TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram? Can you scroll through, just give God just 30 minutes of scroll time as well? Oh, my God. It's time for you to follow God again. Because even though, Lord, I thank you, even though you have not been following him, he's been following you. Hebrews 13 and 5, because God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. And he hasn't. He has never left you. He has never left me. He has never forsaken me. They don't know. He ain't never left me. He ain't never forsaken me. My little cousin asked me why I wanted to be a preacher. He ain't never left me. He ain't never forsaken me. Oh, God, I thank you. He's been faithful to me. He's been pursuing me even when I wasn't pursuing him. And I have to ask you, as though he's been pursuing you, this year can you dedicate, oh, rededicate yourself to pursuing him as well. Come back to God this year.
receive this message in the name of Christ. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Please give a tie offering or a donation at Cash App Money Sign Leo Dunson. You can also go to leodunson.com slash donate and may the glory of God and his blessings be upon you. Hanukkah is an Israelite festival decreed by common law, commemorating the recovery of Jerusalem and subsequent rededication of the second temple. The scriptures explain that this holy day would begin in the winter of the 25th of December. This festival is celebrated for eight days and seven nights, eight days kept with gladness. If you were to celebrate this holiday by the Roman calendar year, it would start on December 25th and it would end on January 1st on the Gregorian calendar new year. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Let's begin the Hanukkah rededication.